Hey everybody, it's David here flying solo. Hopefully feeling better since Wednesday, not 100%, but getting there. Stuart, unfortunately, will not be here today, but will be back on Monday as usual. Folks, you know, this is another week that has ended since October the 7th. In the world, especially the Western world, Hollywood stars, politicians, I keep ranting about this again and again, believe that they have the solution. They have it. Nobody else does, but they do. But they're so wrong. Welcome to the Rant Network. Usually, Stuart Brzezgels joins me, as I said, where we dive into raw, unfiltered issues spanning news, pop culture, politics, and so much more. Whether we're dissecting today's absurdities, which is a little bit absurd today, we're not going to get into, or delving into society's deep-seated issues, like we've talked about in anti-Semitism at great length, we're here to keep it real. So sit back, get your voice out there, folks. You're tuned into the Rand Network. Let's get started. So what is it that I was talking about before, this so-called solution? Well, on October the 7th, as we know, despite what some will oppose, Hamas and their terrorists breached the walls in, of the border between Israel and Gaza, killed, murdered, burnt, raped, molested, you name it. 1,200 plus people, men, women, children, babies, seniors. And their only crime was that they were living or they were physically at in Israel. Some of them didn't even live in Israel. They were there. Hundreds were killed at a peace concert. That's all, a festival. And to add, you know... To keep making it worse, they kidnapped some 240-odd people. Again, men, women, children, babies, seniors. And while they've released scarcely half of those hostages, we're sitting here today, weeks later, and the world has forgotten the atrocities that Hamas committed on October the 7th. And as usual, the world... And many of, its, of Israel's haters want to focus on how to blame Israel for all of what went wrong. Hamas's propaganda machine worked in such an incredible way that universities and all the like have continued to push and promote the prop, that, that wonderful mantra, from the river to the sea, Palestine shall be free. Beautiful tune, no? And when you ask the people what that means... There are a ton of people who have no clue what it means. But there are those who do know exactly what it means. And it means death and eradication and a genocide of all Jews in Israel. That the place will be completely free of any Jew. And that Palestinians can theoretically return to their homeland. That's their mantra. Now, there are deniers who are saying, you're going, David, that's bullshit. Come on, be real. It's not true. It's just a, a chant. Well, okay. David, it's not true because, listen, the Palestinians are peaceful people. Really? Interesting. Is there a reason how you could say that, there, that this is true when 75% of Palestinians approved of Hamas's attack on Israel? Hmm. Now you're sitting here and saying, but David, Israel deserved it. 
because they're a colonizer. They, 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 they've taken over the Palestinian territory. But you can't colonize something that wasn't existing. But again, these are facts that continue to be argued and, and argued and argued and argued because the people who are arguing it, especially on the Palestinian side, they're not bringing fact to the table. It's a lot of propaganda, misinformation. And if people listen carefully, the amount of changes in their propaganda is incredible. But I'm going to get back to that in a second. The West, on Wednesday, rallied with the most authoritarian regimes in the world to condemn Israel and demand, unbinding, yes, but to demand a ceasefire. Humanitarian purposes. That's what they called it. And Canada, Australia, New Zealand bought in to the propaganda that that's the right move. Because in a lot of their minds, and especially when you hear it from the Canadian government, the solution to the problem, folks, is a two-state solution. That, the West says, is the road to peace. Presidents for years have been trying to push this unsuccessfully. And you've had Jimmy Carter who blamed Israel. You've had Ronald Reagan's regime who blamed Israel. You've had other, like Barack Obama, who outright blamed Benjamin Netanyahu and Israel for not pursuing a two-state solution. And yet it took Bill Clinton, who stands up there time and time again, and says, we had a deal. 97% of what Arafat wanted was handed by Ehud Barak. And Arafat said no. And the Intifada happened right after that. And it was years of terrorism, years of, of insanity. The two-state solution has been on the table, ladies and gentlemen, for decades. Israel has offered it. The Oslo Accords were signed 30 years ago, where there was going to be the first steps towards a two-state solution. And of course, Israel is blamed for not doing its part. But if you look at the Accords, Palestinians didn't do their part, which was a domino effect, and it died right there. But there's another reason why a two-state solution isn't on the table, folks. They don't want it. They don't want it. A two-state solution would have been an investment by both Fatah, which is on the West Bank, and Hamas in the Gaza, to build their society to a certain extent, to build up their, their countries in such a way that there's something to negotiate about. Because that's what you do, negotiate. But instead, what Hamas and Fatah have done it's taken every single dime, or practically every single dime, sent by the West, pocketed, bought you know, money for ammunition, built tunnels, all to destroy Israel. Not to build society, not to build towards a two-state solution, not the opposite. To further the cause of destruction. Now, as I said on my Wednesday rant, the worst thing for these Arab countries is that democracy flourishes in the Middle East and spreads. It's a danger. And the one country that doesn't want to see that happen is Iran. So do you think that Iran right now is prepared to give 
you know, the Palestinians, the, you know, what, a leeway to negotiate a two-state solution? No, no, no. Because a two-state solution at that point means that Fatah and Hamas as a military arm is dead. That their raison d'etre is finished. That their whole belief that they're going to be, you know, they are going to rule, it's dead. It's not the IRA people. Don't get me wrong. Or Sinn Féin. When it, back then they decided, okay, we'll drop our arms. We have a political wing. There's no political wing. There's a militant wing, a terrorist wing. They only want destruction. <laughs> and Syria doesn't all want a two-state solution. And Qatar doesn't want a two-state solution. And all these other countries that are supporting terrorism do not want a two-state solution. They want to destroy the Jewish state. Syria has been at war with Israel since 1948. We've had ceasefires, but they're at war since 1948. Although Egypt and Jordan have signed peace treaties with Israel, they are military treaties. They're a cessation of hostilities, but <clears throat> there's still a lot of hate and discourse. And yet, do you think they want a two-state solution? They don't want the Palestinians to have a state. They're in, they've got enough of a problem. Jordan's got enough of a problem, but they don't want it. If they want a Palestinian state, it would mean eradicating all of the Jewish people in order for all the Palestinians to go back. But none of this is caught by the West. None of this is really captured by the West. Because the simple solution is the solution that's been tried, tried, and tried, and tried many times. And that's the thing that blows my mind. You know that old Einstein saying, trying the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result? Well, that's insanity. And that's exactly what Western leaders have been doing forever. Obama tried to force Netanyahu into a bad deal. And even the Palestinians said no. Imagine that. Israel has, come, has offered numerous times, come to the negotiating table, let's work out a deal. It happened a few years ago at the United Nations. Netanyahu said the Palestinian-Israeli delegations were there. Let's meet, let's talk right here now. The Palestinians walked out. Every opportunity that the Palestinians have had to negotiate a two-state solution in semi-good faith is dead. There is no will, folks. You can't. You can't force it on a people that just don't want it. But the mindset of the West is, we know better. We're more advanced. We're smarter. In what way? You're dealing with cultures from like the 8th century versus the 21st century. It doesn't work. Those aren't my words. Look up the green prince. He's, that's his quote. You can't negotiate here. The cultures are too different. The goals are too different. If and when Hamas decides to rescind its charter and say, we are here to build a state for the Palestinians, side by side with Israel, now we have an opportunity. But there is none of that. There isn't a single organization interested in building a state. Its first and only goal is the eradication of Jews, period. And if you don't believe me, you probably didn't hear that Hamas 
penetrated and infiltrated into Germany and into Holland and tried to attack Jewish institutions. That's right, Hamas infiltrated Germany and Holland in an attempt to attack Jewish institutions. So you tell me, what negotiation, what ceasefire? Look, I've been accused of being completely unemotional towards the Palestinians, and that's far from the truth. I've said it numerous times that they are as much of a victim as anybody, and that they are in caught in between, a, you know, no man's land. But the reality is, is that to blame Israel wholeheartedly, again and again and again, is nonsensical. Israel is not 100% to be blamed. She has her flaws. Yes. She has her mistakes. Yes. But to sit there and to say that Israel is to be blamed because there's no two-state solution is rewriting history yet again. It's the same people who bought into the propaganda that Hamas has been shoveling, that there's always been a Palestinian state. No. That there's always been a Palestinian people. No. That they've always had a time. They've always been there. No. In each time when you challenge them and ask them to prove it, they can't. But the West bought into it. So while they've ignored atrocities all over the world, hundreds of thousands to millions and millions of deaths, this seems to be the hill that the world wants to follow. So fine. Find a new solution. Because today the two-state solution will not happen until Hamas, Fatah, and everyone else on the Palestinian side drop their arms and rescind their charters of annihilating Jews and annihilating Israel. A two-state solution will only happen if and when they care more about their people than their own power. Thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen, for the RAN Network for this week. We hope you found value in today's dialogue. Catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at noon Eastern. We are all over YouTube. We are all over social media. Please share, like, comment, love the feedback. We really need your perspectives, folks. This is an opportunity to really share it and to be as expressive as you desire. So until Monday, looking forward to seeing you. Have a great weekend.